Are you a nurse practitioner who is tired of the rat race within the clinical setting? Well, on today's episode, we interview the lovely Lexi J, also known as the corporate nurse, who helps all nurses ditch the bedside and become nurses in corporate America. This interview is really the tale of two stories as Lexi discusses how she helps all nurses gain access to the soft life of nursing, where nurses work remote, have company cars and company credit cards, or also having true control of their lives. Because not every nurse wants to be an entrepreneur, but every nurse wants to leverage their license and charge their worth, the second tale is the tale of a nurse who became a nurse coach out of a true desire to help other nurses enjoy their career that has made her find true happiness as a nurse. Let me just say, you don't want to miss this episode. Join us right now on the Nurse Boss Shift. Oh, and bring a friend. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones, and welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift. Uh, if you notice, we're missing someone, and that someone <laughs> is Crystal Parker. She is not with us on this episode, so I will be the one interviewing our guests, and I'm extremely excited because we have been trying to get her on since last year, and now we have the wonderful opportunity to interview her, and I think a lot of you guys are going to like her story because I feel like it can speak to a lot of people that are kind of the silent nurses that don't get enough exposure because everybody's thinks everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And so we're going to talk about that. And let me introduce Miss Lexi J. Welcome, Lexi. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Jones, for having me. You are welcome. Thank you so much for being here. As you guys know, our listeners, like this is just, you know, sister, sister talk. It is not formal at all. And so I am happy to have you here because I do feel like that there are a lot of nurses who could relate to your story and could to see themselves you know, on this journey that you are on. Um, so just a little backstory. Lexi and I, I know her as the corporate nurse. I really saw your name on the Calendly and I was like, Lexi? Who is Lexi? <laughs> um, and then I saw your email said corporate nurse. I said, oh, corporate nurse, because we, we know each other by our handles <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been like out in public and people like cyber nurse. I'm like, yeah, that's me. They don't even know my name. They do not know my name. So um, anyway, I've been following you. We were following each other. I don't remember who followed first. It doesn't matter, but we were following each other. And what I loved is that you have such a unique spin on the nurses that you are trying to help. And there's not a lot of people out there doing it. And I remember... I reached out to you in the DMs. I'm, I'm the queen of that. If I see a sister doing some things, I'm like, hey, I see you keep going. Like, you know, and I remember uh, reaching out to you and you were like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I'm like, of course, like this is dope as hell, but it's so good to have, you know, someone like we're we should do that often for each other just when we see each other winning like nurse other nurses nurse entrepreneurs you know give us a little hey i see you and it feels good because you never know when somebody is like going through a moment or you know it may be right on time when you get that so thank you so much for joining us lexi and i want you to give i didn't want to spill all the tea about you i just want to give a little bit about our backstory but like share with everybody what you do like why are you on this show (laughs) okay well thank you 
so much. So I have taken a very non-traditional path. Um, I work in corporate nursing. So I provide a consultant kind of spins from a nursing component to companies that provide products and services to healthcare entities, healthcare professionals, and ultimately patient care. And so I took my years of experience from the bedside and marketed to these companies. And so I can do a plethora of things, doing medical device training, or currently in the space that I love is research and development. I work in anywhere from phase one to three clinical research trials, ensuring that the trials are conducted adequately, safely, patients have an advocacy group, um, really speaking to the patient care clinical experience but with that business lens. And so mm-hmm. it's fun. I love it. You make great money. And I want more nurses <laughs> to come into this space because we're needed. I mean, think of every time you, you use a product and you're like, who designed this? Where did this come from? Or even in a, mm-hmm. a hospital room, like where, why did they put the, the bed here and the, the sink here? Nurses mm-hmm. are needed in so many spaces across healthcare that's not confined to the walls of hospital and clinics. And I want every nurse to know these opportunities are available to you regardless of degree regardless mm-hmm. of setting that you work in okay and so you start how long have you been a corporate nurse this is year 8 oh wow okay that that's a good amount of time so it definitely was pre covid like yes. it's not <laughs> something you decided to do when you were overworked you were already there can you tell me the trend like especially okay now after COVID, I get it. Like everybody is trying to get away. But like before COVID, what, I know you say you were burnt out, but what did that look like? Did you ask somebody and then they told you about, like, how did you even think to do that? Yeah. So I was a surgical ICU nurse, trauma ICU nurse, um, worked nights, majority of my career. And then when Mm. I moved to Georgia, I said, I wanted to do something different. So let me do interventional radiology. And it was there that I met a lot of medical device reps, device sales people. And I was like, wow, they come in, they're never stressed out. They got their Louis Vuitton bag and like they're <laughs> jetting off. It just looked like mm-hmm. a, a pretty, you know, chill job. And so right. I still was trying to, you know, us, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to change to another specialty. Let me go try outpatient clinic. Let me go do mm-hmm. this, you know. So I went and became a liver transplant coordinator and loved it, thought it was great, but mm-hmm. wasn't making the money I wanted to make, had to work a ton of overtime. I'm a single mom. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, you know, this feels like a rat race. You can only get so far. You know, the hospital politics still apply. And I was mm-hmm. like, I feel myself getting to the point where I am not caring and I don't want to get to that point. So I need to yes. find an avenue out of here. I don't want to yes. be that nurse. And so mm-hmm. I, I started thinking back about, okay, I worked in interventional radiology. What were those companies that those people worked at that came in and were in the suites with us? I just started mm-hmm. looking at those companies and applying. Okay. And so got a lot of rejections because I didn't know what I was doing. I was using right. that bedside resume to apply to these companies. And they were like, mm-hmm. thanks, but no thanks. And so mm-hmm. right. I finally, five and a half months into it, get my first offer. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I get hired at this medical device company. I get a 35% salary increase, a company car, corporate credit card. And I'm like, huh? Guaranteed $18,000 bonus. All I have to do basically is show up and do my job. And so I got that first paycheck and was like, I'm never going back to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) That is dope. Okay. So you went, you went five and a half months, but you never gave up. Why? Because, you know, we'd be like, all day for us after 30 days. What, what made you just say no? I just couldn't see myself 
continuing to go to the hospital. I, you know how you driving to work and you're having to play every type of song just to get yourself psyched up and in the mood. I couldn't do it anymore. Yes, and I was just mean outside of work. Um, and I, I didn't want to be that kind of mom to my son. And so I was like, I got to keep going. I was getting traction. Like I would get some initial calls and then it would fluster out. I wouldn't make it to the, cause these are multiple rounds of interviews. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how to interview outside of bedside. Yes. And so I was like, Ugh. but I, I ended the company. I essentially worked for the first time. My boss was a CVICU nurse. She saw the resume. She knew I could do it. And she loved me. And she was like, I want you for this position. So I had to jump oh. through the hoops, but Mm-hmm. I just couldn't see myself giving up because I knew there's got to be more to this than bedside. And mm. I wasn't going to just, this is how jobs are. I'm going to deal right. with it for 30 years. I couldn't do it. Right. Okay. So eight years ago, you get started. You're loving it. You're living your best life. You're making all the money. <laughs> Corporate car, hopping <laughs> on flights, I'm guessing. Yes. Right. Is that right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> now, was this telehealth like telework or was it you were going into an office at the original time this was all fully remote um a lot of these it was companies, remote back yeah, then it was remote back then most of the global pharma companies are are pretty much remote um unless you're a scientist working in the lab you don't go into an office um they're considered remote or field-based positions and so you are traveling usually for you have you cover a few different states depending on your territory and so you work from home when you're not traveling you're just on conference calls checking emails returning calls and so it was really, you know, autonomous. Um, you managed your territory like it was your business. And so as long as you're doing your work, no mm-hmm. one's like, hey, what are you doing right now? And I love right. that aspect of it. So I just right. couldn't see myself going back to a hospital and dealing with micromanagement. Absolutely not. And so you weren't even, I mean, because I, a lot of nurses would say like, oh, I got to go to the bedside first and then be charged and then be manager, like go up the, you know, the ladder. You, you didn't, you, were you ever like nurse manager or anything like that? No, nope. I did charge a little bit, but no, I didn't rise the ranks and do leadership that, that whole clinical ladder. Nope. They just truly want your clinical experience or expertise is your ticket in. Yes. And see, here's what a lot of people are going to, cause see, I already know, I know my, I know my people, right. <laughs> They're going to be like, well, she, of course, cause she already has a such and such degree, like a, a bachelor's, a master's, or she, she's been a nurse for how long? Tell us how long were you a nurse prior to this? And at the time you started eight years ago, what was your academic um, level? Yes. So I was initially licensed as a BSN nurse. I graduated in 2010. Um, prior to getting my license, I worked as a nurse extern for since 2004. And so I had that experience. Um, I worked at a unique facility that allowed us to do a lot of things except push meds. So I knew time mm-hmm. management. I knew how to take care of patients. I was just waiting for my degree. Um, but the thing is, is that, that that didn't matter. They were looking for the knowledge and the thought process. The years of experience mm-hmm. was nothing. Um, majority, I know nurses with one year who go into corporate. I mean, it's not a, it's truly how you market yourself in these interviews and show them you're the expert in the room. And here's the thing. It makes sense because it's the the second largest uh, industry or third largest industry healthcare, right? It's mm-hmm. like right there at the top three somewhere. Mm-hmm. I know it kind of goes back and forth. So it will make sense why we would be so valuable for a company because, first of all, it's nurses are the largest group right. of, of employees for a healthcare organization. So, of course, they would want to know 
our thoughts right from the bedside from ground zero right, right. um especially if they want to sell to these other larger corporations or healthcare organizations so that makes sense okay yeah. so we have that understand you had a bachelor's degree yeah. which to me says and a lot of people don't nurses are misinformed they think like oh if you have an associate's degree versus a bachelor's degree it, you're a nurse you're a nurse if you took the NCLEX and you went to school legally and you've taken your NCLEX, you're a nurse. You're a nurse. <laughs> I have to add that now. No, <laughs> right? I didn't have to say that, but it's not just about taking the NCLEX. It's also about, and taking and passing, but it's also about your education, right? Yeah. Um, so, okay, fast forward, you you did that. And now, how are you, did you get to where you're coaching? So this is our <laughs> other part, which is the entrepreneur. Like, what happened? Did you, what happened? Tell us the journey on how you, went from working, minding your business, living your bestest life and your remote job to like now you're helping other nurses do the same. Yeah. So I initially, when I got that first check, I said, you know, I'm not going back to the bedside. I have to Period. master getting these roles. Like I want to make sure I can always get them. So I went on a deep dive of learning how to do resumes professionally, interviewing just all the time to get my interview skills up for these kind of positions. Mm. And so once I had perfected that and started to get additional offers, I was like, okay. So then former colleagues and friends would be like, hey, Lex, can you look at my resume? Could you help me get a job doing what you're doing? I was like, sure. Like, I'm not the person that's going to gatekeep. I want to see all nurses yes. get paid. So I would just mm. help them out. And so everyone kept saying, you need to start this business. Like people, nurses need this. They would pay for it. And I'm no, I don't think so. Discounting. And then finally in 2018, I was like, okay, I'm going to start this, but didn't know what to do. And I was always yeah. the person that was like, I would love to be an entrepreneur, but I just don't have that brain. And I don't know what to do. And I just like to find really high paying corporate jobs, but I wish I had the, the brain to, to be an entrepreneur. Well, be careful what you say. So uh -huh. um, little by little, I'm just, you know, on the web looking at things and just start putting myself out there and offering my services and did a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching with people. And then finally in 2020, like, hired my first business coach and did that investment. And I'm like, okay, this is really happening and yes. getting a website done mm -hmm. and really starting to put more into it. And then in 2021, went to group program format and it took off and I was like, wow. And it's, it's the biggest joy. I just love to see nurses know I, I'm not stuck at the bedside. Like I can go other places. I have a, a role to play in something else. It's just so, it's so rewarding to see women get these jobs and make the type of money and not have to worry again financially. Yes, yes. And so so essentially you're a mentor coach mm -hmm. and your name is Corporate Nurse on Instagram. Um and so why Corporate Nurse? Because <laughs> I know I know I, I know we're even in healthcare we're in corporate. So how what was your thought process behind the handle and then we're going to get into like okay. your ideal clients. So it took some reiterations. Like at first I was something else. And then I was like, but I've always said the corporate nursing aspect. And so working in these kind of companies, you have the corporate America lens and mm -hmm. all that goes with it, but bringing that nursing component. And mm -hmm. so I wanted to blend those two. And so to me, I say corporate nursing is utilizing your clinical skills to companies that are providing products and services to hospital entities, 
mm-hmm. professionals and patients. And so that's my yes. definition of corporate nursing. So mm-hmm. it just, it caught people's eye. Like people immediately would were, were intrigued by like, Ooh, what's that corporate nursing? Yes. And so yes. it stuck. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I could totally see that. Honestly, I was like, Hmm, this is an interesting handle. And then, and then the name of the course is called Leap. What is it called? Leap to Corporate Nursing. Leap to Corporate Nursing. I love that. And so, who are you? Who is your ideal client in this program? Yeah. So, my ideal client is any nurse, regardless of degree or, or area that you work in, that has at least two years of nursing experience. And so, does that include licensed practical nurses or yes. just registered nurses? Okay, licensed practical. Practical. That's really good. Yes. Okay. And so have you seen good results for, for LPNs as well? Yes. And it's everyone, you know, the thing is, is some, some of my clients come in and they're like, look, I want the money. And I'm like, all right, I support it. This is the number I need to make. Let's go for it. (laughs) And then I have some who are like, I just want out of bedside. I just want the experience, just, you know, something Mm -hmm. that gets me away. So everyone's trajectory is different. I've had clients come in and within one week secure interviews, and have their position by the time the course ends in 12 weeks. I have some yes. clients who are like, I want no travel and I want a $140,000 salary. I'm going to wait it out. It's okay. I can do this. So everyone's journey is mm. different depending upon what they want. But I will say those who get in there and know they want this, they get their positions fairly quick. Wow. So even in you know the recession, do you feel like there is still a need for... Oh, yeah. These nurses. Oh, yeah. Research and development is booming even more. The pandemic just made research and development just you. I I had to shut my personal LinkedIn down because I was being poached so much like, hey, I've got this position and I nope, I'm not interested. Please just let me talk to you about it. What's the number we have to tell? What what is it? We will pay it. We need your skills. That's how amazing it is. Once you get your first year or two under your belt, people will pay you. 150, 200,000. I know corporate nurses making 280 a year, working from home, traveling once a quarter, not busting a sweat. You're ready to get blow up, blown up, right? You, you really, you really <laughs> playing right now. <laughs> you, you know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> you don't do, especially us, as hard as we work, girl. <laughs> the money All is right. there. So the money is there, y'all. And you know what? I love that conversation because we are so limited in our thinking. Like we always, and and especially because we are so heavily, we rely heavily on social media to decide our moves. Mm -hmm. So when you're seeing people posting like, we're in a recession, we're in a recession, we're in a recession, people automatically contract and want to hold on to their money. And in my mind, even if we were, which still the jury's still out on it, even if we were that's the time for you to invest right that's when millionaires are made is right. during the recession but yet people are contracting and holding on and this is a perfect example in corporate they're still hiring they're still getting more people so don't pay attention to all these big layoffs because you are highly specialized right and i think nurses think we come a dime a dozen and we don't there's only four million active nurses in the u.s right right and so when we and that's nurses like that doesn't talk about like what where areas we're in how many of them actually even want to do something like this so there's a lot of room for us to be able to take advantage of this opportunity especially those who are burnt out but may not want to be an entrepreneur per se right 
Right. And you made a statement that um, they you're kind of like your own entrepreneur. Can you explain mm-hmm. that in as a corporate nurse? What is what does that mean? Yeah. So most companies will tell you every, I've worked for now five different companies across eight years and they will tell you once you get your territory. This is your business to run. You manage it as you see fit. If you know you need to have a difficult conversation with a client and need to fly there, fly there. If you think it's better to have it over the phone or get on um, Zoom, do it that way. But this is your territory to run it as you see fit. And as long as you meet your business objectives, the organizational goals are being hit, they don't have an issue with it. And so it really teaches you how to manage people, how to manage situations, have difficult conversations, but at the same time, giving you that breath of, is this the right way? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I talk to my colleagues a lot of times, hey, I have this going on. What do you think? Because regional mm-hmm. differences vary. And sometimes I've covered the Southeast or I've covered the entire United States. And so mm-hmm. if I'm going to the Northeast, I'm going to have a very different conversation. You don't come in and have the Southern hospitality sit down. How's your mm-hmm. kids? How are things mm-hmm. going? You get right to it. And so right. those types of things, you pick up how to really manage in, in these positions, but it's it's something that I see nurses are hesitant about. Like, can I do it? You absolutely can do it. You save lives for a living. This is a walk in the park. And I have executives come to me all the time. Why, where can we get more nurses to come into the, we need you guys. You can get in here and do these jobs with your eyes closed. Yes. I love that for you. Okay. All right. So bam, we're, we're covering two little things though in this interview, by the way, we're, we're like talking about the nurses who are at bedside, who may want to come into corporate and, you know, maybe they don't want to own a business per se, but we're also talking about how you took this experience and made it into a coaching program. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. We've talked about the numbers, y'all. Y'all can make up to 280K. Like, it doesn't matter if you're associate's degree, B, a BSN, MSN, whatever. It's possible. Right. But now the coach in you. So now we're talking to people who may be nurses and have this wonderful skill set that they don't even realize they have. Because a lot of times we miss it. It's so over our head because we do it all the time, every day. And it's second nature. We don't even realize most people don't know how to do the thing. Right. And so now you listening to other people finally said, okay, well, let me try this out. And now you have a successful coaching program or mentorship. And so tell me about that. Okay. Cause you're still working full time, right? I am. Yes. And so okay. I, I like to make sure clients know that, you know, there's all this, in, this talk about being in the coaching industry and we want, we need people to pay our bills. Corporate nursing pays me very well. I do not need to run the corporate nurse at all. I do this truly (laughs) because I am trying to be what I needed in that transition. I didn't have it. And I had no one to ask in the hospital, like, am I doing this interview right? Like, what do I, I, and you know how some nurses can be very, I want to help you make more money than me. So I'm going to just, you know, and so I just can't. Gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping. And so I really thought. I want to give what I didn't have and what I truly needed in those first initial years coming over into this. So I look at my clients. I am very invested in them. I think about, you know, I ask them, what makes you tick outside of nursing? What what do you do that comes with easy? What are, what are your gifts? Let's blend that. Because the beautiful thing about corporate is you can have a position where if you're good at, at data and analytics, you can have that. You don't have to be in a training device position. You could be in medical affairs if you like branding and Looking at, you know, all of the colors and marketing, you can be in marketing or medical affairs. And so I like to blend their talents. So we talk about a position that they will love and grow into and advance their careers to make the big salary jumps. Mm. And so how has this helped you becoming a coach for someone who like didn't 
really that wasn't what you foresaw and then to become one how how has that been for you i mean of course there's been a i'm sure there's been a trajectory you had to go through <laughs> right um what was the mindset though to oh, make whew. you wow I thought that I needed like all of the professional, like, let me go take an ICF program and let me go do this. And I was very hard on myself. Like, am I Mm -hmm. doing this right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't want to see any client fail and really just thinking I needed more truly didactic training versus not going with my instincts of just being the cheerleader, being the support, being the, and making Mm -hmm. sure I don't make decisions for them, asking them the hard questions on do you really want to do this? What would that look like for your life? So they can make yes. the decision that's best for them because yes. I see nothing wrong with going after money. I want them to go after money, but at the right. same time, you know, people will pay you 300,000 as a, as a nurse consultant and, and you bill a bunch of hours, but you're gone Monday through Friday from your family. Is that, mm-hmm. is that okay for you? You know? Yes. So asking those kind of questions, but it's changed my life in the sense where I was very hard on myself and everything. And just knowing that, this too, being an entrepreneur is a journey. And one of my good friends told me, you don't have to be like everyone else as an entrepreneur. You, you run your business for your life and what works for you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, exactly. That is, and you know, um, one of the biggest takeaways for me on this journey for my own experience is not where I end up, but who I am becoming. And I love her. Like she is finally stepping up and realizing that I am okay. Like the girl from the hood, like, yes, I can be highly educated and still be grounded in who I am. And there are some people who are going to gravitate to me for that exact reason. Right. But when we, when we're in this is this is actually a question I need to ask you too. When we're in corporate and we're code switching, that is a challenge. And so one thing, the freedom that I've gotten from being a mentor is definitely being true to who I am and not having to be like, damn, I, did I say that right? Or right. be perceived as aggressive because you know that. Oh, yeah. I don't want that. So <laughs> I've, I, I had to struggle through that. And then now it's just like, hey, this is who I am. You like it or don't? I don't right. care. Like, I know I know my shit. Right. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about uh, I'm qualified right you gonna either like me how I am or you gonna not so uh, tell me about that though since we're talking about corporate nursing how have that or if it has at all been something that you've been had to deal with and do you kind of help your clients through that in your program yeah ma- I would assume majority of them are like you like most of my clients are black women because I'm a black woman so mm-hmm. I attract that so most of them are I have everybody but I just I know most of them are and our experience is very unique to yes you know that so tell me about that very much so a lot of clients that you know look like me same similar background I do have other kind of clients of course but I definitely that first initial position I felt like I had to code switch I had just went natural I had big chopped months before and so I was like oh my gosh how am I going to be perceived and so I was scared I was the only black person in a division of 300 Mm. and everyone kept asking me how did you get this job how'd you get this job and I'd be like I interviewed (laughs) and so (laughs) it was it was very difficult and I took that type a ICU personality into it you know culturally we're taught you don't you go to work you get your money you come home you don't make friends you're not there to be liked you're there to do your job well go home and Mm -hmm. so I did that same thing I was very cordial but a lot of corporate is relationship building. People like to go out. If you're at a site with a client, 
They want to go to dinner or let's have drinks. And I just want to go to my hotel room and like chill, yeah. call my son, decompress. Yes. And so people were like, well, why doesn't she want to hang with us? You know, mm. and it put a target on my back for a little bit. Yeah. And so my next second position, I changed that. I went in with the mindset of making friends, you know, being cordial with people, asking people about, you know, things that commonalities. And yes. it was great. And within a year I was promoted. I still talk to some of those women to today. Two of my directors will make a phone call to get me a job if I were to call them. Um, But the thing is, is that I was so afraid that I had the code switch. My director told me, I love when you wear your hair natural. You don't ever have to flatten your hair here. Be who you are. Be authentic. We love it. And so that made me like open up. And then when Black Lives Matter got bigger, when George Floyd had a lot of these companies made sure now that they're having the conversation of, do you feel included at work? What can we do to make sure we aren't making you codes, which the conversation has changed to where they want us in these companies to feel secure, to feel safe. And they listen. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen the change just in the eight years. And I think it's going to just get better as time goes on. I love that. And I could see that, too, with DEI um, being so big right now. Mm-hmm. Well, especially after 2020. So that's good to know. All right. So here here's what we want to do. Um, we I want you. And so we're going to since you have two two aspects <laughs> to you, right? So corporate nursing, because I really want nurses to know that they, I am not, this show is not, and Crystal and I actually talk deep about this at our meetings. And we're like, we don't want people to just think you have to be an entrepreneur. We just mm-hmm. want nurses to know that they are more than just like, and not just, but they can do more than work at the bedside if they want to. If mm-hmm. those are people are happy at the bedside, stay where you are. The whole goal is to find fulfillment in yes. life and not like be miserable, right? So I love the corporate side of that for those nurses who are watching or listening. They are either watching on YouTube or listening to this. But also the coaching side. Like I want nurses to understand that you have a gift and you can actually, my thing is you can help people from right where you are. Mm-hmm. And you don't maybe you don't want a big coaching program. Maybe you just want to start mentoring one-to-ones. You started the same way I did. I, I used to do one-to-ones. And then that's how I like kind of learned. And I was like, okay, like this is really a thing. Like I can really help. I started seeing results. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the group format, right? Um, so, but it still takes a you to be able to identify that you have this gift. Right. And I think a lot of us are so wrapped up in life, right? Dealing with traumas at work and then dealing with getting ready to go back to the trauma when we're off, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That we don't, we haven't taken the time to do that. So I want you to give homework to each of those. (laughs) This This is the first time we're ever doing this, but like we usually ask what are three things like that can help. So I want you to tell like the person who may be the ideal candidate for going into corporate nursing. I want you to give them three pieces of advice that they could do right now. Something meaty though, something they could actually okay. do, you know, and use and put to good use. So I wanted you to deal with the corporate people first, the ones who okay. may be interested in that. Um, the first thing that I would do is to think of any drug or device you currently work with at work or formally in another position. Who made that drug or device? That go to those companies' websites and look at the positions open in your state. But don't put nurse in, don't look for something with nursing in the title. A lot of these jobs don't have that in the title. And so that's what some people are like, oh, they, they don't, I don't see a nursing position and they stop. But program managers, project managers, I know tons of nurses who do that. So look at all the open positions in your state. Yes. Second, update your resume. 
the big thing these companies want to see, they don't care about your tasks. They want to see what outcomes, what results are you responsible for at, as a nurse? Mm-hmm. And so the first thing mm-hmm. you could think of, what's your hospital known for? What do they do very well? Do you work at a big cardiac facility? Do you live, work at a big, you know, labor and delivery facility? Um, is your ER known for 45 minute door to balloon time? You know, things like that. Think of those outcomes and make sure they're reflected in your resume. That's what these companies want to see. Third, practice interview skills. And you can do that in the mirror. You can just start to give your three minute elevator spe- speech. If, if I, if I wanted to, if I was only going to spend 90 seconds on you, what could you tell me about your bedside career that would make me want to say, I want to bring you in for an interview. And so just practice that in the mirror mm-hmm. to boost your confidence up and you'll be on your way to corporate. Yes, that's <laughs> real. That, now that's some meaty stuff right there <laughs> for sure. So if your resume and is there a way to get your resume? Like, should they, I know what, what I do and maybe it's outdated. I don't know. I haven't applied for a job in a long time, but like, I usually look at the job description and I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. And then I try to make my resume match that. I never use the same resume for it. I don't care if it's bedside to bedside. It's like the position is a little bit different. I'm yep. always going to look at my resume and just make some tweaks. Is that what you recommend? That is definitely, you have to tailor. I don't use the same resume for a set for another position. It's all curated and tailored to that particular job that I'm, I'm applying to. And the job description, yes, details are right there for you to pull in and put into your resume. Okay. Got it. All right, cool. So that's, those are those who are interested in corporate getting into corporate nursing um, and not working as a nurse per se, but is it a research analyst? Is that a title? Um, research analyst is one of the titles. Clinical research associate, the title. Um, okay. Clinical consultant. Yeah, there's tons. Okay. All right, good. You guys got three, so y'all better, uh, or, <laughs> or else we got another option for you, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay, now the three for the nurses who may have a, a, a gift, maybe not even realize how unique they are, and they may be interested in starting like some type of mentorship or coaching program. What are three, you could even give a book if you want to, or one of the three, but like three things that you would recommend them to do to get there. Um, three things I would recommend. Definitely write down your gifts. What comes naturally easy to you? What is something that someone's always picking your brain at? Could be at work, could be outside work, in your volunteer at church, at, at your child's school. You know, what are some mm-hmm. things that truly come natural to you? Yes. Write those down. And then, mm-hmm. you know, don't try to conquer Rome in a day. Like take just one part of it. Could you help a friend out in that space doing one of those gifts? Mm-hmm. Um, and see how you feel. Um, yes. I definitely am big on books. Like I read Minda Hart's um, from from right within. I read um, Carla Harris's books about just how to be a professional, a black woman professional in the world. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of showed me like, oh, well, I, there's some other avenues of coaching that I didn't even think I could incorporate into things. So those mm-hmm. type, like seek out that kind of knowledge and learn there because you'll get nuggets and wisdom from, from those ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing is, don't be afraid to, like Dr. Jones was saying, she just reached out to me and said, it made my day when she reached out to me that time. And I was like, can I, you know, I asked you sometimes questions in the DMs and, and you answered me and that gave me Easily. like, oh Easily. my God, like I, I can do this. It was those mm-hmm. little things like yes. closed mouths don't get fed. Mm-hmm. When you see people on social media, reach out. Hi, how are you? Could I ask a yes. question? Pay for a consult even. Yes. You know, you will yes. get so far if you just connect with like-minded individuals in this space. It will take you far. Don't don't go it alone if you don't have to. You know, I love that you said that. I'm not going to veer off because um, they always tease me. Like I go <laughs> down a whole rabbit hole. But what I will say is um, 
and I, I feel like after talking to you, it's even more c- confirmed for me. It always has to be bigger than you. And like when I, I a lot of times do a lot of things that I don't even think about like the money part of it, right? Because it's just who I am. And I, if you're married to that, then you can't go wrong right. when it comes to being a mentor or a coach. And so for me, I never turn off. Like, honestly, sometimes I'll send people DMs, girl. Like, I, I'll be like, I know I'm not your coach, but sis, don't do that. Do this. Like, this is what you need to do. Because <laughs> I am, my goal is to help enrich the lives of other people, especially women. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Black women as well. So, like, and nurses. So um, when you say you know, help a friend do, you know, get some, some kind of case studies under your belt. That is key because a lot of people want to jump out the gate and try to charge. Like I remember my first program, I think I charged, uh, like nine 97 or 14 97 for a whole six weeks with me for one person. (laughs) I didn't know. right? Right. And, and I wanted to make sure like you always you know, you're not sure if you know, you don't know what you know, like mm-hmm. you think you know, but like you don't really know what you know until you start seeing people getting results. And it's like, oh, okay, so people are getting results. So like, I do know a little something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then from there, it's like, I, you know, increased my program more and more and more, but it's like, I started there and like even free is okay as well to get your case studies because that is going to be your social proof. Right. And that is going to be worth its way in gold. If you have people, they, that could be your exchange. It's like, all right, I'm gonna help you. Right. I just need you to give me a testimonial at the end, a video testimonial and a written testimonial. That's all I'm asking. That is going to be your selling over and over and over right. again. And I think a lot of people miss that because they're thinking about the short money go. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I like that you said, Lexi, is that you've invested in yourself. Can mm-hmm. we talk about investment where what do you believe about having a mentor i we almost talk about this every show and i'm gonna keep talking about it because i feel like it's one of the most valuable aspects of my journey was Mm -hmm. has been always investing in a coach and not letting price be a factor because it is an investment so tell me what your take is on that i agree um i am someone who i mean now i'll pay for convenience when i was like bootstrapping and trying to figure out am i doing this right I would look at the price, but I, I'm someone, if I, I'm just going to go for it. And so my first coaching program was $3,500. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'll, I'm going to make this work. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. get the return on investment. And yes. then um, my second coaching program was 10,000. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was like, oh my God, I'm investing this much into it. Like, yes. what am I doing? But yeah. I made my money back pretty quick. And it's like, yes. I don't look at it as an expense. Like I'm learning, I'm learning either what to do or what not to do. You can learn in most any situation thank something. You. And thank you. It's amazing to me. A friend said this to me. She said, Lex, if people want six figure salaries, which most of your clients get, but they don't want to invest in your program, they're not ready for a six figure salary. They're not ready. <laughs> it's like, you're not ready because they still think spend. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things, even in my nurse boss mob, you know, that's my like month to month membership community. Very, it's not a high cost program at all, but like it's to get people in a space where I indoctrinate them into the principles of being a business person and an entrepreneur. Essentially, we go through a lot of stuff, but that's, that's essentially that. And it's like, you don't, spend, you invest. Stop looking at it like it doesn't come back. It is a, you're going to get a return on that investment. Even if you invest 5,000 and you generate 10,000, it's a win. 
Right. Even if you generate 6,000, it's a win. Even if you learn something that you did not know that you can apply for the rest of your life, it's a win. And so it's really hard for nurses because we are consumers. We spend a lot on a lot of nice things, but we don't invest a lot. And that goes with like, you know, stocks and, you know, other type of investments versus investing even in ourselves. To go to school is like, okay, I got a loan, so whatever. Right. But when it comes to investing in ourselves, people will say 10,000. I'm not spending 10, because I'm going to tell you, I was that person. (laughs) When I first, (laughs) six years ago, my very first investment was $2,500 and it was for five sessions. And I was like, so she getting $500 a session and she got 10 people, then she getting $25,000. Why do I care what her money is? If she is helping me solve that problem, if she is providing, why do I, am I counting this lady's money? Because that was the poor mindset. Right. It was the broke mindset. I'm worried about what she's making instead of what she can do for me. Right. That's all I should have been focused on. Like, can you help me? Can you help me? Instead of uh, how much you make, how many right. people you got. Right, right. <laughs> so I think the more we start to generate and, and we get, you know, generate in our businesses, but then also working with high-end coaches, we realize like, we, this is the wrong thing to focus on. Mm-hmm. Even I am actively trying to get into this program. That's 150K. I can't wait till ah! I can pay that money. Okay. okay. I cannot wait because <laughs> I know what that's going to look like for me. Yeah. I cannot wait to, I'm going to be on a whole nother level. Right. Talk about multimillionaire. Like right. I'm looking forward to it, but I feel like until they make the first investment, they won't know that. So that's going to bring me to my next part. Mm-hmm. Do what's your program? And like, how do people get in it? Is there different levels to it? <laughs> Tell me about your program. So Leap to Corporate Nursing is a community of nurses, like-minded individuals who are on this journey. And so there's two tiers. If you are someone who's very motivated, you feel like I don't need one-on-one access to you. I just need this course material so I can learn. Then you want to go into my business access option. It's $2,500. Payment plans are available. If you're like, I want your one-on-one access so we can practice mock interviews, we can talk about some role strategy and just get that that special connection and you want the VIP access, which is $3,500 and its Mm -hmm. payment plans are available. Um, You get access to the curriculum, our bi-weekly coaching calls, um, all the nurses that have secured their positions now. I post jobs in our groups and you can look at things. I mean, we have very candid conversations. I have a mindset uh, coach that comes in once a month. Tonight, he's coming in to do a session. He's a psychology be prepared uh, professor. And he comes and he, he works with us about mental blocks and self-sabotage and how to mm-hmm. really, you know, because it's so easy to just, I can't do this and just, you know, give into the fear. And so he mm-hmm. really has helped my clients break those blocks down so they can be their best self. I... Love that. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you when I, and this is something that I always tell people when I attend like conferences and things, I have to, because I'm only energized for so long. So like mindset, you can't do only mindset, but I feel like that is so key that you keep being at a peak state, like Mm -hmm. at least once a month, because you start to, and then they pick you back, Mm -hmm. and then they pick you, you know, so that's, essentially how you go up the ladder because you're always going to have dips, but it's good to have somebody who um, comes in and like, Hey, get it together. This is normal. You're going to go through this. You can do it. You know, that type of thing. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that you're only charging $3,500 because that's not enough. And I'm going to tell you, I know I'm not your coach, but you are helping people. And I'm going to tell you guys something and I'm telling her, this is 
on our podcast. So y'all better catch her before she listens to me because I'm going to try to get her to raise her prices. Listen, if she is showing you guys how to get 140K, 150, and that's on the low. I'm starting low because people, they don't believe. If you get too high, they don't believe it. So right. I'm going to say 140. Your course should be 10% of what they're getting. Yeah. All my, every coach has told me to raise the price okay. up. And I'm okay. just like. And I'm just saying, I'm just going to tell you, Lexi. This is something I'm learning myself. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say it because we live. <laughs> you know, I get to um, <laughs> careful with my words. Um, um, it's a different type of people who will make those investments. It makes your life a lot easier. Agree. And I'm saying this live, not on once we stop recording, because I need you to know that. And I need other people to know that. Mm-hmm. So those who potentially could get, even if you wanted to go somewhere in the middle, like, you know, maybe you want to charge 15K, 20K for when they get access to you, that's definitely how much you should be charging. It's definitely go- the price is going to be going up in a few months. It is like I'm it's, I'm raising it for sure. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> enough. I mean, if you think about it, hedge hunters get 10 percent, 15 percent. You're spending time with them. You're giving them exactly what they need you to so that they can secure these jobs. I don't care if it takes them three, four months. That's still really good. And then they have it. They have it. They're going to yeah. make that every year yes. and then some. Mm-hmm. Right. Increases right. bonuses. So you guys, this is another thing I am big on. Even in my mastermind is like, we have to charge our worth. We have to, and we actually owe it to our clients to charge our worth. They will see that they are worth it if they make the investment for that amount. Yeah. So I know where you're going with it, but I think that, that, uh, one demand one should be the 35 and then the other one should be your top, which involves your time. So I'll just, pour that into you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so um but I love your transparency on the cost and also the fact that you have this community of people who also have worked with you already who are doing it and then you're posting jobs. Oh my god, it's like a done for you almost essentially. Mm-hmm. It's with you but it still has the, like a, the done for you feel because you're posting jobs and all of that. Um so I think that's amazing. So, let's see how people can reach you y'all don't blow up her dms i know it's gonna happen uh but how can they reach you tell us your different platforms yeah so i'm on instagram at the corporate nurse that's my handle um leap to corporate nursing is open for enrollment now for february um the link is in my bio to enroll i'm on linkedin i do a lot of gems on there um lexi j is my handle on there i'm on twitter um, at the corporate nurse. And so I'm dropping gems about things. And I'm, I'm pretty, you know, you DM me, I'm going to answer back. You're not going to get a bot or anything. Right. I, um, I, I just want to see nurses paid well yes, um, and we not breaking their back to do it. And it's, it's life changing when you get a check and you're like, I, I've made in one month what it took me three months to make as a yes. nurse. It's life changing. Yes. I love that. And I, I especially love it for people who may not be interested in entrepreneurship because it's like, no, you don't have to start a business to make 200,000 a year. You don't, you don't. And, and you can, I mean, you could take advantage of living in these like other areas where the cost of living is a lot lower and, you know, be making this kind of money and stretch your dollar. That is crazy. Exciting. So I love it. Okay, Lexi, listen, you guys, make sure you follow Corporate Nurse on Instagram and then also on Lexi J on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn. And then it's called Leap 
to, to corporate nursing. Leap to corporate nursing, you guys. And so Lexi, thank you so much for joining us. You guys, as always, you know, we try to continue to bring the value. You got two things. We got two for one with Lexi today. So <laughs> choose your route, but choose something. Okay. Yes. If you are burnt out, if you are tired, if you are overworked, there is no reason that you have not made a move at this point. If you're listening to this podcast, cause we are bringing you the tea. <laughs> All right, Lexi, thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much for listening again. If you have nurse friends, nurse colleagues, make sure you refer them to this podcast, you guys. It is ours where we speak about things very unique to nursing and also how to get out of miserable positions. I won't just say bedside because there's people miserable outside of bedside too, but how to reevaluate your life as a nurse and leverage your nursing license. So thank you for listening in, you guys. We'll be back next week. Bye. thank you so much for listening to today's episode we hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly got tons of value from this conversation post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social you can find all of our info in the show notes and if you love the show please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.